Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry noticed by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. everyone. Well, welcome to the first episode of the Business Awards Show. My name's Debbie Gilbert and I'm the owner of the Best Business Women Awards and I'm also going to be hosting this podcast on a weekly basis, sharing loads of information about Business Awards with you. Well, today I'm actually going to be interviewed because we thought we'd kick off episode one with a bit of an overview and information about where to begin with Business Awards so today I'm joined by Lavelle de Vincinski, who is the owner of the Female Speakers Association, and she's also a host, a moderator, and a presenter. She also has her own podcast, so I'm starting off with a real professional, which is great. And she's going to be interviewing me today. Welcome, Lavelle Hi, Debbie. Always great to be interviewing you. This is going to be great fun. <laughs> Debbie's got a podcast. I know. I'm so excited. So, so yeah, I'm we're going to be talking about awards today, aren't we? We are. I'm going to play a little bit dumb. So why have you decided <laughs> to start a podcast and why on awards? What can people expect from this show? I had to have a podcast because you've got one. <laughs> Only kidding. Normally a good place to start. Um, I speak to so many people about business awards and I thought it would be really good to have a resource in one place that they could sit and listen to top tips interviews with winners sponsors judges and other business award owners to kind of have a one-stop shop for all that information because although I run my own awards I'm not going to be sitting there talking about my awards I'm going to be sharing my knowledge and expertise and also the expertise of other experts so I thought great place to have a podcast that you can listen to in your car on the train wherever you are and get that bite-sized pieces of information and inspiration oh I love it and why awards like is it what do you think is so important about people applying business owners applying for business awards because I know it's a huge passion of yours yeah but why should people even be considering business awards for themselves? So awards to me are a golden ticket. They give you so much credibility in your industry. They give you PR opportunities. They literally open doors for you. And they also present with that new business opportunities that you may not have thought possible. And they give you something to shout about to existing clients as well. And aside from all that, Awards are a great networking opportunity. So you get to glam up, you get to go out for the night, you get to meet some incredible businesses. And even virtually, a lot of the virtual awards have managed to bring that networking element in. So this is the golden ticket. This is how you get your business to that next level. And your some of your past winners have had some really sort of incredible results. So it just kind of feels right to me that right at the beginning, we talk about what is the art of the possible? Like, what kind of doors can I anticipate may possibly open up purely by applying for awards and winning one, maybe even just being a finalist at one? Yeah, I mean, often our finalists get 
as much publicity, if not more than the winners, because it depends on the story and it depends on you being proactive and getting your story out there. But the kinds of things are that some of our winners and certainly winners of other awards that I know um, have had interviews on Sky News, Victoria Derbyshire show, radio shows, even their own TV show. So Anisha Nayar, who won our Best in Legal Services category about two or three years ago, has got her own TV show now. Books, book deals, they come your way. Newspaper articles, magazine articles. And when you've got an award, you're called on as an expert in your industry because you are seen as an expert in your industry. So that gives you the badge. It's not all about the shiny statuette. It's about the credibility that it brings to you and your business. So, yeah, great opportunities all round. Okay, now you've got me all excited. It's like, (laughs) this is going to open every door. There's books, there's TV deals, there's media opportunities. So where do I start? How do I even find the right awards? Like, where do I even start when it comes to applying for a business award? So... The first thing you need to sit down and think about is what sort of awards are going to be important to you. Now, for some businesses, getting known locally is going to be really important to them. So being known in your county or your region or your local town or city is going to be really important. So have a look and see what awards are going on in your area. The second area to look at is industry. So a lot of industries have their own awards. So that obviously gives you so much credibility to have a badge of honour in your industry, awarded by industry experts that shows you're, you know, very, very credible. And I think go and see what, if you're in an awarding body as well, some people have awarding bodies and they run their own awards as well. So there's awards out there for marketing, there's awards out there for recruitment, even air conditioning, Lavelda, even air conditioning. So So everything's covered. There's pretty much, yeah. And then you, as a woman, you can look at some of the business awards out there for women because over recent years, a lot of awards, maybe 15 years ago, were very dominated by men. And we can talk about that later as to why. But a lot of the awards were dominated by male business owners and business awards specifically aimed at women started springing up about, about, well, about the time I set mine up and just before that, so about 10 years ago. And those awards are specifically to showcase female entrepreneurs and the unique challenges a lot of female entrepreneurs have. So those are the three areas to look at. And there's a great website called Awards List, and we'll put it in the show notes afterwards. It's awards-list.co.uk. And that lists pretty much all the awards globally. So start off there. That's the very first thing you need to do. And then the next thing you need to do is to start thinking about gathering together all the information around your business. Okay, now you've hinted, where do I start? What do I need to gather? (laughs) I'm like, okay, so now I've got this big old list of awards, but they've all got different questions in their application forms. And yeah, Debbie, I'm not going to lie. It feels overwhelming just thinking about those questions. (laughs) So let's just say you picked out an awards that you're going to do and you check your categories and you make sure you're eligible. So the next thing is to go through the questions and to see what exactly the judges are asking you. And the very, very first time you ever do an award entry will be the hardest and it will be the longest because once you've gathered together all this information, you will be able to use it for other awards. And one of the massive bonuses of entering business awards is it gives you a 360 degree opportunity to look at your business from so many different angles. So it's giving you 
that moment to go through everything you do in your business and really, really forensically look at everything. How well do you look after your customers? How well do you have good, robust processes in place in your business? All of these things, it gives you the chance to step back and look at your journey. And I always say to people, start with a business awards brainstorm. Think back to the beginning. What made you start your business? What research did you do? What is your purpose and your mission? You know, it might be in your head, but actually start putting it onto paper. And also, what type of clients do you work with? So you get all that information onto a piece of paper and you might want to do it on a notebook. You might want to just sit on your laptop and tap away. And then really start to think about why your clients come to you. If you're a service-based business, what results do you get for them? And how do you achieve it? And then you want to make sure you've got some really good testimonials online. And this is really important for anybody entering any awards. You want to make sure that you've got a good digital footprint. So making sure clients leave reviews on things like Facebook or Google, or it could be on Checker Trade or Vouched For, depends on your business where they might leave them. And if you've got a product that you sell, then those questions you're going to ask yourself are going to be slightly different. And it's around, you're going to need to communicate to the judges why you created this product and why it's so special. And maybe you might have endorsements or certifications for that product. And so you need to think about including that in your award entry as well. So I think there is a set of questions around product-based and a set of questions around service-based businesses that you need to ask yourself and pull that information together, along with, as I briefly touched on earlier, your customer care And that's thinking about from the moment someone gets in touch with you, how you handle them right through to when the job is done or the product is sold. What do you do afterwards and how do you retain those customers or how do you turn them into raving fans? So those are the things the judges are going to want to know about, along possibly with business growth figures and projections and things that you plans that you have, things that you have in the pipeline. And one important thing that a lot of people miss out is what do you do for charity? Or what do you do pro bono in your business? How do you support people in your community or maybe people in your industry? And often people forget about stuff like that. We do it. We don't always remember. And this isn't about raising £100 on a cupcake sale. This is about stuff that you might be doing that you don't even consider might be important. And actually, that is really important. So that's all the information you need to gather together. And then once you've done that, you need to go back to those questions again and start formulating your answers, which is obviously the time consuming bit. I mean, it sounds like doing entering a business award beyond just whether you win, you lose, you become a finalist, actually just the process of going through it in and of itself, it's got to make you a better business person, right? Totally, because you will find holes in your business through doing this because it's forensic and you're going through everything. You'll suddenly think, ah, hang on a minute, we could be doing that better. Oh, that process could be tightened up a little bit. And also while you're doing this, I would seriously have a quick look at your competitors as well and see where they're at and what they're doing, because it's a great opportunity for you to do that 360 degree review of your business. So yeah, I think you get so much from it. And Essentially, you're telling your story to the judging panel. That's what you're doing. And the judges don't want to read pages of, we are so great, we are so great. They want to hear 
what you've achieved, how you've achieved it, and back it up with evidence. And that's another big hole that people don't fill the gap with evidence. And we're going to talk about evidence in episode two with Denise O'Leary. So that's a great episode to tune into. So I'm not going to talk too much about evidence in this particular episode. What I really wanted to focus on is getting across to you why you should enter awards and how to go about those first few stages. And then we'll cover some stuff, juicy stuff about evidence in the next episode. You have tentalised our taste buds here, <laughs> Debbie. It's like, mm. I've got one last question for you because there's a huge payout with awards and sometimes what can happen is that exercise. I just, I'm just curious for people who might be listening and it's like, oh, Debbie's giving me this exercise to go review everything, but my business isn't there yet. Or there's this hole, or there's that hole. It's not yet perfect and things aren't together. Is there a minimum point your business needs to be at really to be able to enter rewards or should we apply regardless like is it worth doing it based on where we are today or are we doing ourselves a disservice if certain components aren't yet there shall we say it's a really really good question it's one I get asked a lot so the first thing is most awards not all but most will have a new business category so if you're in the first two to three years trading enter Because what they're going to want to see is forecasting because you've got perhaps no track record as yet. I mean, obviously, if your business has been running for six weeks, then don't enter this year. Go back and do it next year. So I would say if you're entering a new business award, you really want at least six months, if not a year's trading before you put yourself forward. But what amazing publicity you can get from that. And to give you another example, Davina Steele, one of our winners in 2019, winning our business award, Best New Business, got her a contract with the co-op. That's how powerful it is. Yeah, because it was absolutely gave her that credibility that her business had been judged by external experts. Her bread was winning awards everywhere, taste awards, but obviously they want to see you've got business acumen as well. So definitely new business can help you with grant applications, all sorts of things, you know, funding. Now, established businesses, if you've been going for sort of over the limit of a new business category, so some new business categories go up to three years, some are two. So let's say you're at three years and you're still kind of ploughing through, then yes, I think if you can find categories that your business fits, then yeah, enter. I mean, who's to say you won't win? You don't know who you're up against. And actually, It can be a great exercise that even if there's a few things that you think, well, I could do better here or somebody else would be doing better there, your business will never be 100% perfect. There's never, I mean, I've been in business for 23 years and my business isn't 100% perfect and I've won four or five business awards now. I think it's about focusing on the achievements, also talking about where your business is going, where do you see it in five years' time, give the judges a picture of the future and put it out there and If you don't get shortlisted as a finalist, then some awards, not all, will give you a little bit of feedback. They'll be able to say, well, you didn't get shortlisted because of this. The first thing I always do if I'm not shortlisted for an award is go and look at who was. And, you know, you'll be able to see the finalist list on the website. And you can often go, that's why I didn't get shortlisted. You know, these people are clearly further developed than me or have extra skill sets for that category than I've got, for example. But one of the things that holds people back from entering awards is fear. 
and it's very real and they're scared. And I always say to people, who knows you've entered an award? And they look at me a bit blankly, like you know you've entered and the judging panel who are sworn to secrecy and sign NDAs and all sorts, they know you've entered, but nobody else does, no one. So if you don't get shortlisted, you've lost nothing for trying. And that's the thing, it's trying to explain to people, get over the fear, get over yourself, step over that line and put yourself forward because if you don't do it, no one else is gonna do it for you. Who knows, you might just win. Yes. I know with the Female Speakers Awards, we, um, let's say we massaged a couple of people into putting themselves forward. Yeah. There's no chance I'll win. I don't even think I'll get shortlisted. And you should have seen the look of shock on some of their faces when they did win the award. Exactly. And I think sometimes we can totally underestimate ourselves. And like you say, you don't know who else is entering. It's not the best of everybody in the world. It's the best of the people who applied this time round for this awards. And you don't know who that's going to be. You don't know who you're no. And I would say the ingredients are, if you've got good client testimonials or product reviews, depending on your business, if you've started to make some money, so you're three or four years in, they're going to want to potentially see that you're making some money now. You've got robust plans in place. Even if those plans don't necessarily end up happening exactly how they are, at least they can see that you have plans with this business. You know, and you've got a good online presence. So all you've got is a Facebook page and no website then you really need to get a website if you want to enter awards the judges want to see that you've got a website you've got a social media presence and you've got the tools they can see that you've got the tools to run your business you know the processes are in place and you can explain that in your entry and if you've got passion and enthusiasm and you can get that across in your entry then I mean I've sat in a judging room listening to judges going, oh my goodness, this, this, this business is amazing. Oh, wow, look at what this lady's achieved. This is incredible. And I sit there obviously listening to what they're saying. Uh, we do it all online now, but this is going back to the early days. And uh, it was great just listening to the enthusiasm from the judging panel. And sometimes I'd hear them go, oh, it's a real shame that this business hasn't included um, evidence or hasn't really backed up what they're saying or because clearly there is there is a good business here, but they're not communicating it very well and they're not evidencing their entry very well. So it's a shame when businesses miss out. You can never include too much information. And I think as long as you stick to the limits of what you're told to include. So if you're told to write 500 words for an answer and you write 100, well, you haven't written enough. Yeah. So I think you've got to start somewhere and uh, put yourself out there and give it a go. You've got nothing to lose. <laughs> To be honest, my appetite's wet now. I'm ready. I'm ready for more of it. So we, what, what, what can people expect so far? You've already kind of given us a little teaser. We've spoken a lot about evidence already, just kind of skimmed the surface of it. So there's yeah. the, a deep dive into evidence. Yeah, there's there some is. other key topics that we can expect are coming down the line. Yeah, so we've got uh, episode two is on evidence and it's a 30 minute episode because there's so much we need to share with you about evidence. Um, we are going to do an episode about the questions you get asked in award entries, the common ones. And then we've got some great interviews coming up with previous winners of not just my awards, but other business awards. And they're going to talk to you about how they decided that which awards they were going to enter and why and what they did in their entry that some of them have also talked to me about not being selected 
and that how they felt about that and how they picked themselves up and got back on the awards horse, as it were. I've also got some great interviews with judges. So they're going to be sharing the sorts of things they like to see in an award entry. So you get a real great insight into that. And I've got some sponsors of Business Awards. So why do they sponsor? What do they get out of it? So that's, I, I really loved talking to the sponsors of awards. And I'm going to be interviewing awards organisers because actually there are so many awards out there, as I said earlier. And it will be great to hear from some of the people that organise these awards and what the sort of things that they put into organising them and what they're looking for. So I'm really excited because I've got an awards that that does food awards. <laughs> so obviously that's um, that involves some food tasting and all that sort of thing. So their judges are probably queuing around the corner for that. So, yeah, I'm really excited. I've got so, so this is going to be your one stop for everything to do with awards. It sounds like it's literally <laughs> like you. nothing's missing. We've got we've got people who've applied. We've got people who run the awards. We've got the sponsors. We've got the judges. I mean, if, if you would like to tap into the benefits of awards, this is your show. Thank you. And we will have what well, we have got the website, the Business Awards Show, and you'll be able to get show notes and links to lots of different awards and loads of different ideas and things there. So it will kind of give you that backup information because uh, I know what it's like sometimes if you're listening to a podcast on the train or, you know, in your car, can't write notes but we'll definitely put the show notes up there for you. So you've got that information as well. It's a little library. <laughs> Debbie, yeah. should we just get on with it now? I just want to get into the show. <laughs> <laughs> you wait till you hear the music. I love my music for my podcast. <laughs> it makes you feel like you're walking on stage. And I love my new logo with the big gold star because I want everyone to listen to the podcast and think, yes, this is achievable for me. This is something attainable and this is something to get really excited about. So thank you for my interview for episode one. <laughs> I'm going to be on the other side from now on. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, so Debbie Gilbert, folks, the Business Awards podcast. Like you don't want to miss this. Let's dive in and listen to all of the rest of the episodes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lavelda. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards Show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, thebusinessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.